Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I am your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller, and joining me, the co-host who's cooking me a roast. What? <laughs> Are you just trying to rhyme? Yeah. Yeah, you got nothing. I'm also trying to get you to cook me dinner. Okay, well, you just have to ask. <laughs> But yes, you're joining me. I am. You're uh, <laughs> agent agent of MI6, Brendan Lowe. Not an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., an agent of MI6. For this issue, I'm an agent of MI6, Stephen. Yes, well, we'll, we'll get more into that because this is going to be a very Brendan-centric issue, isn't it? It's going to be fucking interesting is what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you really think so, don't you? <laughs> I do. Because it's been very Steve heavy lately. Pokemon free issue of Geek Speak Sidekick. You sure about that? I can still slip some in. Yeah, you always slip some in. Well, it's been a week now. I've yeah. had the game for a week. I've, you have. I, I, you are looking at Pokemon League champion of Pokemon X. Is that supposed to impress me? It is. Okay. Revel in my glory. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just doing a lot of post-game stuff and I'm about to start Y, so I get to start all over again. I've been asking why for fucking weeks. <laughs> But no, it, Pokemon, that thing has been building for me for the entire it has. year. It has. It you, you, last week, last issue, I should say, was kind of the ejaculation of the build-up. It build was the up, climax. The climax of, of the Pokemon build-up. I'm, build I'm up. still pre-coital. Post-coital. <laughs> Post-coital. Post-coital. Pre-coital for why? Well, you know, that news dropped when I first came on to GeekSpeak. That was one of the first episodes for the web series that I recorded. So yes. it has been building through my entire career with GeekSpeak. Okay. But we're not going to talk about So you don't realise we're two minutes in and all we've <laughs> I see what you did there, you <laughs> sneaky fuck. I told you. <laughs> but uh, we're recording a week early. Yes. Uh, I've got a big week next week with uni. We're doing our documentaries. There is a lot of work that mm-hmm. is going into this. So we're doing it a week early, but also... We wanted to do it today because you're a little overstimulated. I am. You've I... had a big morning. Remember a few issues? Well, what was it? Yeah, a few issues ago, uh, we were telling you that there was a casting call went out for skinny white men. Yep. AKA us. Yep. Um, to try out as a prisoner of war in the Angelina Jolie World War Two movie that she's making here in Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason I because we were both going to audition. Yeah. I couldn't. I, well, I decided not to because I have far too many tattoos that would be able to be covered up. Yeah. So I didn't go for it. I, I went ahead with the process. Yes. And late last night, uh, I found out that I was required at a casting call this morning. <laughs> Thank you, sir. At, uh, yeah, uh, Roadshow Studios at the Gold Coast. Down at Movie World. Yeah, yeah, the old Movie World backlot. So you got to see the Green Lantern Coaster. I got to drive past it on the way in. Did you steal me that giant light-up symbol? No, no. I need to attach that to the roof of my house. Where I was, though, was very close to, like, very close to um, the Arkham Asylum roller coaster, which oh, used to be cool. Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, I forget that they changed yeah. that. Is this in the studios that I know Wade's been down there before yes. doing stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, went down. Uh, what did I have to do? I, can't, I had to sign a confidentiality agreement, so I can't really say too much, but not that so much happened. So you just whisper into my ear while we cuddle well, later? Well, it, it would have been right up your alley. It's a shame you didn't go for it, because yeah. one of the things, well, pretty much the main thing I had to do was get photographed with my shirt off. <laughs> so I wouldn't I, I know, have even worn a shirt that's there. Just, that's just a day at the office for you. 
But uh, yeah, I've never been in a room with so many skinny white men before in my life. Oh, yeah. Except for when you look in a mirror. Well, that's true. With both of us in there. Yes. There's so many. (laughs) And then even another mirror behind us. (laughs) So that that was my morning. I, I officially tried out as a you know as an extra in an upcoming Hollywood film congratulations Mr. Brendan Lowe thank you very much Stephen but you've signed a confidentiality agreement yes you can't really talk about it no what is the most you can say did it go did it go well for well, you yeah like I said I without going really, into detail I didn't really have was to it do much worth it yeah definitely it was an interesting experience um you know, I'd I'd get photographed with my shirt off again if I had to. I guess I'll get the camera. <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things. It, it, with the scheduling of the filming and coming into the real Christmas time, you know, yep. working in retail, I may not be able to go through with it. I, I'm hoping I can, if if I do get if I do get the part, mm. um, I can work something out. But this was just a little something for me to at least say, you know what, I've had a crack. Um, and you showed so, you crack. <laughs> no, that's a different casting audition. <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll just see where it goes, I guess. Because, yeah, I, I don't miss working in retail at Christmas. No. That really takes away your life. We were told you're not allowed holidays. Oh, no. No, no. God, no. So, yeah, if it falls around there, We've then, got a stock take of... between now and then uh, as well. Oh, yeah, every three months. Yeah, six. Oh, see, I worked in computers. That was every <clears> three months. That was dreadful. Yeah, shit. But congratulations. Thank you. We're hoping it all works out for you, but... um. <laughs> Remember me when you're famous. I was going to say, bitch, like, fuck, you might have to start, you know, meeting demands that I make if I become a Hollywood fucking star. <laughs> Todd's going to be your fluffer. Fucking oath. Because, well, Wade, he mentioned on the latest uh, episode of Geek Speak Live, yeah. again, he did a voice in Iron Sky. Yes. If you get this, you're one step up. You're not just a voice in a feature film. <laughs> You'll see. You appeared in a feature film. Not not much of me, but, you know, because I am quite small. And <laughs> Blink and you'll miss it. He's behind that bamboo shoot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I might have one up on, on, on the old director there. Uh, watch out, Todd. Brendan needs a fluffer. <laughs> but, uh, so we've done that. We have. I'm, I'm, see, I'm a, I don't know if I'm disappointed I missed out. Like, it would have been cool to do. It's going to be interesting. Because you, you rang me last night. You were a little worried about it. Yeah, because, because I had so, such short notice yeah, to get well, there. check your emails next time. Yeah. But it's that... You know, I was always raised by uh, the motto from my mother, you've got to be in it to win it. Yeah, I definitely... You, you can't get, have these opportunities and you can't win these things or receive these things if you don't at least try for them. No, and that's the thing. I'm signed up with his agency for 12 months. For all so, we know, in six months' time, you could get a uh, casting call for an ad. Oh, thunder! thunder. <laughs> it may storm outside while we're bit recording. Bit different to when first. we were recording the other day. Yeah. Then uh, again, I'm still not wearing pants. <laughs> well, that's, that's, again, as I said, that goes without saying mm-hmm. with you. But you know, it's, I may not be able to, with my work commitments, do this one. But who's to say in the next twelve months something else may They're not like come we need up. another skinny bitch for something? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! I'll put my hand up again. And then they say they need to be heavily tattooed. I'll be like, I'm there. <laughs> I'll have to add some Nico drawings. Or something. <laughs> Excuse me. You're you're excused. Now we were saying this episode is going to be more me centric. So should I just shut up? No, it's okay. I need someone to bounce off of. Cool. And talk to. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, last issue was very Pokemon heavy. Mm-hmm. Now I let you have your moment in the sun. Yeah. Because the it's same quite a moment. The same week that Pokemon came out, 
something that I'd been looking forward to a long for a long time also came out. But me? No. <laughs> Did you come out? Did your girlfriend know? But yeah, and I didn't even mention it because I, the the gentleman well, you the gentleman pro- co-host that I am didn't want to steal your thunder. Whereas I just like steamroll whatever you yeah, do. Pretty much. But you did post about this on the Geek Speak Facebook page. I did. When you got it. Now, there is a new James Bond novel that has just been released, and I am the Batman Bond consultant. Consultant, yes. We're uh, here, we're not corresponding elsewhere. No. You're a consultant. Okay, so yeah, it came out. Um, I bought it the day that it was released, yep. read it within the first week, and loved it. It's really, really good. Written by William Boyd. It's his first time tackling a Bond novel. Is this one of these ones where, wasn't the guy who wrote one a few years ago, they write as That Ian was Fleming? in 2008. That was Sebastian Fawkes, and it was Sebastian Fawkes writing as Ian Fleming. How do they, how do, they do that? I don't know. I, that never made sense They use the me. same language or anything? English. <laughs> and then in 2008, Jeffrey Deaver released a Bond novel, um, Carte Blanche. Kind of boring. Like it which, was... is, which is a shame, because I love his crime novels. Like, he's done Bone Collector. My favourite, that I f- the first one I read of his was Devil's Tears. Drop. Okay. I, I just, I don't know, it didn't grab me. Like, I started reading Carte Blanche when it first came out, put it aside to read some comics and stuff. Uh. I didn't pick it up till 18 months later. And it was Ooh. because, oh, you know what, I should probably read so this. maybe he should stick to yet. his crime writing. And all the other Bond novels have been set back in sort of the Ian Fleming timeline. So, you know, back in the, the 60s and the time of the early films, essentially. They're all set Kind of like that, the Connery and yeah, more films? Co- more Connery. Connery. Kind of set in that era. Whereas the Jeffrey Deaver one from 2011, mm. it was set in current day. So it was, you know, bomb, like bombers, using, bombers using an iPhone and, and a lot of things yeah. like that. Like I, just, it, I don't know, it just didn't grab me. This one, however, it's set in 1969. I think in the <laughs> story... Grow up. I think in the story, Bond, it's, he's just celebrated his 45th birthday. Um, it, and he, You're getting old, Bond. It takes a lot of twists and turns, this book. Like it, It's set in Africa. Um, where actually William Boyd lived, the author, he lived there for a long time, and it sort of shows in his writing. You can tell he so knows. he's got credibility. Yeah, you can tell he knows what he's writing about. Cool. A lot of twists and turns in this book. Um, certain characters who you think are good that then turn to be bad, but then you never know they may be good again and stuff and like bad that. Bad characters turning good and M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong <laughs> twists all over the place. No, these twists are good though. <laughs> um, a lot of some some characters that you know and love from the old Bond novels and movies. Yep. Uh, one in particular makes an appearance. Yeah, it's it's really really good, worth the read. Um, my Geek Speak rating out of five. I'm mm-hmm. probably going to go four. Ooh, um, really good. While we're speaking of Bond literature, though, would I enjoy it? Because you know me, I. I've never even seen every Bond film. No. I've never read a Bond novel. Okay. Uh, the films, I more came into it. I didn't grow up with them, so I saw a couple here and there, like the Timothy Dalton one on TV okay. one night. If you were going to read I came it, in at GoldenEye because that was such a huge well, that, Boxing we were Day the, film. We were the age. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the movie that really got me. I'd heard of Bond, and I may have seen one of the more films as a young kid, but when GoldenEye hit, I mean, we were 11. I'm pretty sure we saw that at the cinema like four times as a family. I went we with just my grandmother going. It was amazing. See, my grandmother took me to go and see GoldenEye. Best Nintendo 64 game ever to, as well. <laughs> it's true, actually. I think it's the only one I ever played. Um... If I were to recommend a Bond novel to you, one of the Fleming ones, I'd probably yeah. go for the first one, Casino Royale. It's such a good book, and 
the movie is so much like the book. It's 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 really really great. God, even with the rain, those birds will not fuck off. <laughs> fuck, fuck. But if I was to recommend Bond novel to you, yeah, I would take a different approach. And this is going to segue into the next story I wanted to tell you about. Ooh, there hello, Anna Corrin. <laughs> there is a series of novels that came out in the early to mid two thousands, written by Charlie Higson, and they're the Young Bond series. Now, it's not like what you... Bond's son? No, it's not what you're thinking. It's not James Bond's son. It's not like the old cartoon from the 90s, James Bond Jr., where it was his nephew, which makes no sense. It's not like... Uh, he doesn't have any siblings. What was that, Malcolm in the Middle Kids? Agent movie? Cody Banks. No, no, no. Where they say he's like a young James Bond. <laughs> no, this is literally young Bond. It oh, is cool. Ian Fleming's James Bond as a child. Um, in the, sto- the Fleming story like of Bond's life... His, his parents die, and this is reflected in Skyfall as well. Yep. His parents die when Bond is very, very young, about 11 or 12, mm-hmm. from in a skiing accident. Um, he then goes and lives... Was it murder? Maybe. <laughs> he then goes and lives with his aunt, his aunt Charmaine, and that's where these stories kick off. He's, his parents have just died. He goes and lives with his aunt. He'd already been accepted into Eton, really uh, posh school over there. Oh, how pomp and proper. Exactly. Um, and it, it, it's the adventures of him... Going through the years at Eton, I, I hate using this comparison, but you kind of have to. It's imagine Harry Potter meets Fleming's James Bond. Oh! But the only wow, <laughs> the only reason that was insane. Yeah, the only reason I say Harry Potter is because it does follow his adventures because, at a boarding it's school. school. It's set at a it, boarding school. It's not that it's full of magic and everything. No, it's no, no, no. However, it's him I did, and his friends at school. I did find reading these books magical. <laughs> I can easily <laughs> say that. Well played, sir. They were written by Charlie Higson. There yep. is five in total. Ooh. So you have Silverfin is the first one, Blood Fever, followed by Double or Die, Hurricane Gold, and the final one was By Royal Command. They also wrote like a, a, um, a companion dossier as well, which yeah. came out. They announced last week that a new author named Steve Cole. Now he's written stuff for Doctor Who, apparently. Yeah, the name's Doctor familiar. Who novels and um, an Astrosaurus series, which I'm not familiar with. Space dinosaur. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, um, I would he, read the shit out of that. He is picking up where these Charlie Higgs novels left off. So Bond, Bond has just left Eton, but how he leaves Eton is uh, very Bondian. He kind of without. Did he bang a teacher? Kind of. <laughs> That's where it sort of... Yeah, without giving away too oh, much. Oh, Bond, you cad. But yeah, next year, um, these stories will start coming out with the first novel, and it, it's going to cover a period of Bond's life that's never, ever been explored before in film, well, that's literature. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm really, So it's not really, just rehashing really excited. the same crap over and over No, and over. but honest to God, knowing you as well as I do, yep, yep. if I was going to give you any Bond literature to read... I would give you the Charlie Higgs and Young Bond well, series. Crap, because it's been a while since I've read a novel. Like, I think the last series I was really going through was a few years ago. I had all went through all of Song of Ice and Fire. Yep. Uh, read all of Orson Scott Card's books, you know, Ender's Game and mm-hmm. the whole Ender series. So movie's about to come out? Movie's about to come out, which is kind of weird because none of the previews really show Ender and the okay. whole story's about him. Fair enough. Amazing series deplorable author okay i i was really it, it they're amazing books but to find out he's one of the world's greatest homophobes okay. made oh, me not yeah. want to like the books but Fair enough. it's one of those things where you've got to kind of distance 
the the work from the author. Okay. He's a terrible human, but the books are amazing. I'm really looking forward to end this game. So just, it has been a while since I've read something. Just quickly back to Young Bond too, because we are you know we talk about comics and stuff as well. Yeah. The first book, Silverfin, in the Young Bond series has actually been. You I didn't turn my phone idiot. on that's silent. A, that's a first for the sidekick. That's a felony offence. As I was saying, Silverfin has actually been turned into a graphic novel as well. Now, oh, cool. It's not one that I think you would find in comic shops because it's done by Penguin. It, it's it's more a, a child's ah, graphic novel. like in your bookstore. In your bookstore, but mm. it's still really good. But I would recommend reading the novel because it's much more meatier than the graphic novel. Well, it often is because you've got all that internalisation and... Yeah. Um, a lot more. It's more descriptive. Yeah, I like. I love my comics. You can see what they mean, mm-hmm. but I love being able to visualize. I really think, and I'm laying down the challenge to you now. Actually, challenge accepted. <laughs> wait, are you going to wait till you hear it? Okay. You gave me uh, fables. Yes, a little while ago. Yes, and I read through and Grace. It, yeah, did it work out? I'd read seven or eight graphic yeah, novels. You or went something through a in the lot. End? I reckon I should give you Silverfin, and I would be very, very surprised if you weren't coming to me saying, one. I need the next one, I need the next one. Because Challenge accepted. When I first discovered these books, I read the first one, handed it off to my, my now wife, then girlfriend, and was like, I think you might like this. This is how you got her to stay. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then it got to the stage where, because she's quite a fast reader, I'm not so much when it comes to novels. She was chasing me to finish reading because I went from novel to novel to novel yeah. to novel, which I didn't even do with the Harry Potter books. That's how much I loved yeah. them. It she was she got into them just as much as I did, and she's just as and excited through them. They the text it, it, they're not very meaty novels in the sense of tiny. It's not like reading Lord of the Rings. They are aimed at young, you know, younger young adult, readers, young adult. But in saying that, so's Twilight, so's Harry Potter. <laughs> Twilight. Well, you know what I mean. Like, I know, that. I know more adults that read Twilight than I do kids. Yeah. Is my point. Young Bond, this original series by Charlie Higson. Man, I'm going to go for a Geek's Pick rating four point seven five out of five. Oh, Mister Specific. I love them, and anyone who's never read them, even if you're even fuck, I don't know, if you're in your fifties or sixties and you love Bond, check them out. I'm going to read the first one. I don't know when I'll get a chance because I've got a lot of work coming up. Which Plus it Pokemon. means even poke. Well, even that's having to take a side. I want to start the next one, but hmm, see what I did there? Got Pokemon back in there. <laughs> I actually mentioned it too. So what? What else is happening? Did you? Did we post this on the Geekspeak page? If we haven't, we're going to by the time you hear this. Great little video was going around yesterday. It's the 75th anniversary I've, of I posted Superman. It on the Geekspeak you page. did post I did. it good because I saw about 10 different people in the space of an hour post it. So I lost track of who actually did now, it. Now, I knew that this was being made, but I hadn't mentioned it yet because what I'd been told is it was going to be a special feature on the Man of Steel release in a couple of weeks, which, you know, I guess it still will be. Yeah. But I didn't know it was going to drop early online. What we're talking about is it's about a two minute video where Warner Brothers Animation has partnered up with Man of Steel director Zack Snyder. Who really knows how to make a comic book film. They have created a two-minute short that celebrates Superman's 75th anniversary. And it is fucking amazing. It is. Now, I have two pieces of criticism about it, though. As much as I loved it. Can I get one in first? Yes. And I reckon this may be one of yours? Yes. No Brandon Ralph. That was one of them. However... They did show the Christopher Reeve 
how all all those original Superman films, even the Brendan Routh one, mm. that climactic shot of him flying over above Earth and, and that, coming back I and smiling. I did think that because when I f- the first time I watched it, I thought there was no because. Ba- We'll explain what the video does first. It goes from basically his that, very first appearance. Yeah, his, his first front the cover. The cover of Action Comics, was it 38? Oh my oh. god, my geek cred just went down. I can't even remember what the first appearance of Superman was. 37? 38? Shit! I'm just going to let you dig yourself out of this one. <laughs> dig up, stupid! See, I, I, I'm it not 100% sure, but I know... It goes from there to basically now with Henry Batman's. Cavill. Yes, it does. And, and it covers comics, uh, cartoons, films... Everything, even a video game gets gets dropped yep. in there very quickly. Wasn't the Nintendo sixty four version, which is literally the worst game ever made. Yes, but yeah, there's the shot. He's flying around the Earth in and he space. Sort of comes back around and flies, which I over rem- the camera and smiles as he kind of breaks the fourth wall. Which I remember over. being in Superman Returns. Yes, they so recreated it for Brendan some, Routh, and somebody had already seen. Um, said that. They gloss over Brandon Routh. So I saw that and I'm like, wait, no, he's in there. I think I got we, to the end and thought, wait, where was Chris, Christopher Reeve? No, it was Christopher Reeve, but I think they've put that in they've there because that encompasses that whole first film series. The one that does not even get oh, a look in. Because he, um, because Superman Returns was a was continuation. Yeah. And as much as people say they hate that film, I love it. Yeah, I'm on the fence. I, like I, I see because it. when I watched it the second time, I'm like, no, that's Christopher Reeve's face. So this, yeah, okay, they've blended it together. He uh, morphs from Reeves to Ralph, and so do you not? Do you not know the one that I'm going to pick on? There's no Superman, Batman. No, there's no Dean Kane. Oh, I they didn't do. Even they completely gloss over Lois and Clark. Now, but is that a bad thing? Because I didn't even realize I was more focusing. See, on the this movies. is the thing. And they the do a- show the Smallville Water Tower, they do. which is their reference to the Smallville now, TV the series. Now, the age that we are, we grew up. Oh, we. I, <sighs> Lois I would and watch Clark. that every week. Exactly, and that's my point. Little I know, tiny child. Oh, wait, I'm not going there. <laughs> I know. In the context of history, Lois and Clark has been. Slammed and people don't take it seriously and whatever. It was it was, it was a '90s romantic comedy drama sitcom. For the people who didn't live Lois and Clark, go people, buy it on DVD because it, it, it is amazing. The same can be said for Batman Forever. The way that it gets slammed. I'm being serious. People tend to forget in the context. What the of listeners time, can't see right now is I'm giggling just <laughs> internally. I can't stop smiling. The, over the context of time, and I will fight to the death with what I'm about to say. Yep. Those things have it has totally been forgotten how fucking big and popular they were. Oh, they were huge. I know that doesn't necessarily translate to it being brilliant or yeah. the best incarnation of a certain character, mm. but mate, in the mid '90s, but it, not just here in Australia. Lois and Clark was one of the highest rating television programs that was that was around. Yeah. And it wasn't the age that we were. We didn't see it as a romantic comedy. We saw it as Superman. Now, as I've gone, because I own all the seasons on DVD, as I went and watched them in my 20s, I'm like, fuck, Superman's hardly in this. This is a romantic comedy. Yeah. As a kid, we didn't get to school, you know, the day after Lois and Clark was on. It wasn't at school the next day, did you watch Lois and Clark? It was, did you watch Superman last yeah. night? You never referred to it as Lois and Clark. No, it was, it was always Superman. Superman. And I just think that there should have been some little reference to Lois and Clark because in the 90s, if you weren't reading the comics, 
That was Superman. Yeah. There was no films. Nope. That was Superman for a decade. Mm. And I mean, of course, the Bruce Timm cartoon came along, which has a brilliant appearance and in this the, Oh, that was inspiring. But I just, I, yeah, I really New think 52's they, they missed out. New 52's in there as well. I like the way it goes yes. from New 52 to, to Henry Cavill. Yes. That, that whole Seamless. transition was just amazing. Now, the thing that also had me excited about this is, yes, it's Superman's 75th anniversary this year. Whose 75th anniversary is it next year, Brendan? For people who don't know, Batman was created and came out one year after Superman. Batman came out. Don't start. <laughs> So, yeah, next year is Batman's 75th anniversary. If they do the same sort of video... Well, the re- the reaction that this video's had, I reckon they'll have to. And they'll make it twice as long. I po- hope so. Well, they've got a lot more they've than got they a lo- do yeah, with Batman. They kind of do. But, I mean, again, what would you what would you put in? Uh, if you well, had a say? You'd, obviously, you'd put in first appearance. Yep. Uh, Adam West Batman. Definitely. Uh, Dark Knight Returns. Has to be year one. Uh, well, not so much year one, because uh, Dark Knight Returns was... That was around the same time as the Michael Keaton films. and Killing that, joke. That took him away from being the campy character that people yeah. had known from Adam West. You'd have to have Keaton so you'd have, in there. You'd have Dark Knight Returns and the Keaton films. I, you'd have the animated you'd, series. You'd have to... Yeah. I reckon you'd have to have at least Kilmer. Oh, possibly. You wouldn't have Clooney. No. And of course, Bale and the whole Dark Knight You would Knight have trilogy. Bale, Dark Knight trilogy. By then, you may even have Batman Superman, like the film. No, because it's next year. Batman Superman doesn't come out until 2015. You may see a tease. Who, who's to yeah. say they haven't released an image? Would they have go, Arkham Asylum in there? Court of Owls? If they, went, if they showed Superman in the New 52, you think they'd only have to show Batman in the New yeah. 52? Because it's the current run. And if they did it, like if they animated uh, Capullo's artwork. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what they pretty much did with the Superman one. Yeah, that was, was Jim Lee artwork. Yeah. So next year has me very excited. I do think, and I'm going to throw it out Green now. Green Lantern's 75th anniversary? I don't know, I'll have to have a look. <laughs> you should know, you've got the fucking tattoos. I, I honestly think next year we should do... A Batman 75th anniversary special. Well, that's right up your alley. Hell that's, yeah. That's you taking it. I reckon we should do it. Well, then should I be doing a Transformers I was about to 30th say, we anniversary? Do... Yeah, well, I mean, Transformers comes out next year. You should do a Transformers special. Well, next year is Transformers 30th anniversary. It's the same age as you and I. Let's Sidekick. Do Deal. We just slapped asses. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Last thing you wanted to talk about. Yes. Uh, this went. This aired the other day. I didn't even. I hadn't even heard of this. Okay, okay. I know what you're going to say. It aired in America about two days ago. I last night acquired it by other means, but have yet to have a peep at it. Oh, speaking of other means, sizzle on that one. Yes. Uh, Toy Story of Terror. <laughs> what they foolishly scary. Now this is Disney Pixar's first. For is it foray? I would say foray. Foray, foray. into television. It's foray. Foray. Ray Winston. <laughs> wow. It's yeah. It's their first go at television, essentially, um, and it's not what you would normally get with these TV specials, where you have, you know, voice imitators doing the characters. You have Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Joan oh. Cusack. All your cast of the Toy original Story. cast. They're... This isn't just like when they did the you know like Aladdin and no. um, Emperor's New Groove no. cartoons. No, mate. This is the this is your full on Toy Story cast. They've come together. It takes place after the events of Toy Story three, from what I believe. So it's with their new. What was the girl's name that acquired the toys at the end of it? 
Oh, was it Molly? I think it might have been Molly, yeah. No, that was the sister. Oh, okay. Anyway. The little girl the little at the girl end that, that everyone all... says is boo. Yeah, the little, yeah the little girl that gets all the toys. Yeah. It takes place with her. And it's, yeah, it's a special for Halloween for this time of year. They've done a, a spooky TV special for Toy Story. I'm going to check it Kinda out. Kind of like Geekspeak, doing yeah. all these spooky things. I'm going to check it out before next issue, so I will be able to talk about it. But, yeah, just to make all the listeners aware, I, I don't know. I've been searching at work to see if it's going to get a DVD release over here before Halloween. I can't see anything yet, so I'm probably going to lean towards no. You may have to acquire it by other means if you're going to watch it. Yeah. I, Channel 7 may air it. Because it's only just the TV special. Yeah, this Channel isn't 7, a movie. Channel 7 may air it, you know, the weekend sort of closest to or just after Halloween, which wouldn't surprise me, and then it may get a DVD release after that. Yeah. But, yeah, for the time being, you can only watch it by other means, and it looks bloody good. Also, just very, very quickly, yep. second episode of Arrow went up last night. I haven't watched it. I have watched it. I watched Beauty and the Geek instead. I watched Arrow and recorded Beauty and the Geek. Okay. We spoke about Beauty and the Geek last issue. We did. I gave it a one and a half. Yep. This one I'm giving a three and a half. Okay, I'm looking it, forward it's to watching it. It's actually picking up. I'm looking forward to watching it. And great things happened. Uh, Tobin any better? Nope. Okay, so he's still, get... still a douche. Fair enough. And the latest episode of Arrow, really good. Oh, don't tell me that. Bronze Tiger. I did catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, I watched the latest episode Fourth as episode. well. That was amazing. It was a good episode. I love where they're going with that show. There, was, there, was, there wasn't enough sky in it for my liking. <laughs> Not enough sky in a wet, clingy dress. No, well, there's never enough of that. <laughs> now, I gave a sizzle a moment ago because we are talking about other means. Interesting article went up uh, just a few hours ago before we were recording this. Yeah. Um, this may come as a bit of a shock to people who do acquire things illegally. ISO Hunt, which is one of these massive search engines that search for BitTorrent files, they've um, they're closing down. Wow! They lost their court case. Uh, they've been trying to go under this whole thing that they're a safe harbor that they don't actually put up. Oh my god, that that's quite a storm coming. We'd better wrap this up soon. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get electrocuted. They were trying to say that they're a safe harbour. They don't put up copyrighted material themselves. They're simply a search engine. Mm-hmm. No, they've failed. They've lost a... They were sued for $110 million. Wow. They're closing down. So, piracy takes another kick in the nads. You're not going to kill it, though. Yeah, honestly, well, we were talking about it just before we were recording that every time one of these things goes down, another, another one, one will pop up. It's a hydra. Yeah. Cut one head off, two more spring up. Very true. There's always going to be ways to get this stuff, and unfortunately, until networks and things realise that putting, uh, what's the word, restrictions on viewing, mm-hmm. like, if Netflix had here what it had in America, I would be going ballistic oh, on it. Hell I yeah. would happily pay for that. Definitely. But when they put on these uh, geographical restric- restrictions, don't they realise they're putting it on the world wide web? Yeah. Make it worldwide. Put advertising in it if you have to to recoup your costs. Yeah, we'll watch it. I will happily pay for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because this article only went up like a couple of hours ago. So it's quite a. Um, yeah, piracy's taken another. Went up a couple of hours ago by the time we hear it, it will be a week old. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. I think so. Brendan-centric issue over! Next issue, back to Steve. How about we meet in the middle? Uh, like Lady in the Tramp with a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> don't give away our secrets. Okay, sorry. 
But uh, until next issue, be sure to head along to youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia to check out all the videos. Follow us on Twitter at geekspeakau. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. And for anything and everything else, head along to facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm the co-host whose star is currently rising, Brendan Lowe. Geek out!